What's up, tea sippers? It's Adam Chris, and I'm here to say whatever, because y'all know I gives the damn. And what's up? It's your boy, Rio LaVar, and I'm here to speak the truth. Now, let's get into it. First segment of the night, pour my tea, sis. Hi, guys. It's Adam Chris. Um, I'm so excited about this podcast. Uh... It's been something we've been wanting to do for a while now. We finally are able to do it. So what our first episode is really going to be based about is uh, getting to know who we are as individuals. Um, so me and Rio, we um, came up with 10 questions each to ask one another. And hopefully that'll give you like a good feedback and uh, exactly let you know who we are, a little bit about, about who we are. Um, do you want to start up? Yeah. I can do that for you. I can do that. So are you gonna start your questions first, or do you want me to start? I can start my questions first. If you no, know we, we let's just bounce it back and forth. Okay, we well go first. You go. Okay. Okay. Spin me the tea. Okay. So Rio, first let let let's just tell them who the let's, fuck I'm we say are. Yes. Let's just okay, wait, quick okay. I am Adam Chris. I am 27. I really don't want to take out my age, but I'm 27. Um, I'm an Aquarius. Um. I have a career. I'm a costumer. I work in the industry. Uh, I've been doing it about a year and a half. Um, I have tried to maintain nine to fives in between time because, you know, it ain't always, like, popping. I ain't always got a fucking gig. But, um, yeah, that's me. What else? What else? I have uh, four siblings, Bryce, Derricka, Carson, and Jamiria. I'm the eldest. Um, she go. <laughs> Bitch. But yeah, that's me. Rio, you go. So what's up, you guys? This is Rio. Um, I'm 29. I'm not ashamed of my age. <laughs> you old bitch. Um, but I don't look it. Yeah. I'm 29. I'm a Sagittarius. Um, I'm a December baby. Um, I'm the middle child of of four. I have an two. elder sister and two twin sisters. Um, I might not be in, in my career that I want to be in right now, but I am in something that definitely is making my life easier for myself. Bitch, a, she got her own store, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a GM um, you got for a local company here. It is a major company, so we're not going to discuss that. Mm-hmm. But I am well-established. I do have goals of one day owning my own food truck. So I tell you guys, definitely continue to listen at us and keep definitely um, following us so you can see our growth because I will be within the next two years, speaking it into, into existence right now. Come on, Bistro. That food truck will be on the roads at your next Atlanta Gay Pride. Um, <laughs> at, your, at your local you, club on so, Friday, Saturday, so, Sunday night. So, so you're going to do the Black Gay Pride or you're just going to do stick with the white? <laughs> she messy. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, that's a little bit about me. I'm Rio. Moving along. So let's get into these questions, girl. Don't ask me no weird shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first question for you, Rio. Where do you see, you basically just answered it, but where do you see yourself in the next five years? That's weird. I had the same question for you. So <laughs> so within the next five years, I definitely see myself well-established in my career that I want to build for myself. And that's having that food truck. Um, Busting revenue, not having to really depend on anyone else, making a true brand for myself and having my brand out there. That's my overall goal for the next five years. So, Adam, Mm -hmm. same question. Uh, Five years. Um, 
able to keep a man. I'm just playing. <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> but, okay, next five years. I really want to, I want to be established as well, but I want to, um, I really want to be a, I want to go into being a designer. I also want to be like a radio personality. Like, that's, this podcast is really going to help me get my foot in the door, I feel like, because I'll be able to refer people to this station and they can get to know, like, my personality, who I am, how I am. Um, Continuously build your brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also, I still want to style. Like, that's what I'm doing now is styling. Like, I don't want to work on sets and... Because when I work on sets, I'm just, like, bringing a designer's look to fruition. Like, I want to... I want to be. I want to do my own looks. You know, I want to. I like what I'm doing right now, and it's helping me get to where I want to be. But I want to be able to be a designer. And y'all trust me. All of us, as the people that knows him, ask him for fashion advice. And I love that. Trust me, y'all. <laughs> I love that. Once we get everything going, we're gonna definitely post things about ourselves yes. from on our Instagram page for the podcast. Oh, and that Instagram is um, bitch. I forgot. Black dot. Tea. No, the Instagram is not that. It's uh, girl, y'all. It's a black teapot with no spaces. That's our Instagram. Black teapot. B l a c k t e a p o d. Ooh, boobs. So you can go, you can ask me the next one. So let's see. We're gonna get into some things that is really personal about us. So and this is raw, y'all. So ain't no scripted, bitch. I don't know what this bitch wanna ask me. So my question for you is. Um, at what age did you know about yourself? Did you know that you being LGBT was the life you wanted to live? Girl, um, good question. Girl, I've been a queen. <laughs> Not no queen. For 27 years. <laughs> no, but dead ass. Like, I, uh, I don't want to say, uh... I, I don't like to say, uh, yes, I do. I, I feel like I was born this way. Like, I've always been attracted to the niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've always been this way, but I have always been comfortable with myself. I've had the family and friends to support me in my lifestyle, so I've never had to hide anything about me. I have always been, like, so open and so open and uh, honest. Like, my parents have supported me in everything I've done, like, I've never had to hide anything, so I've been. I, I can't even trace back to how young I was when I was comfortable with myself because I always have been. Now I have had insecurities, and I still have some insecurities, but overall, I have always been comfortable with the bitch I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ma'am. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on. We'll have a here all night. All night. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer. Okay, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to ask Okay, what are three regrets in your entire life? Three regrets in my entire Even life. Even though we don't really live off regrets, but it's just something that you wish you could go back and change. Something I wish I could go back and change is certain relationships. Because they took me through a lot. Dealing um, with them niggas. A lot of stress. A lot of heartache. A lot of headache. Um, Let's see. I wish I would have... I regret not making myself and pushing myself to become comfortable with myself as far as who mm-hmm. I am at an early age. Mm-hmm. And then my third thing would be not going to college after I graduated high school. I feel like that is a big regret for me because I somewhat wanted to experience what that college life was like. Indeed. So those are my three regrets. 
Let's see. Adam, 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 Adam. Jesus. Y'all, I'm so nervous. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck he's saying. Let's ask you some relationship questions. Um, how do you view relationships? Um, when I say how do you view relationships, let me more uh, give you more of a definition. How? What would you put as the perfect relationship. I already know who you look up to as a relationship. So, let the world know who you look up to and how you cherish seeing how you've been a little boy seeing those two people grow to be good. Oh. Well, of course my parents. Uh, I just admire the way that... Um, Shit ain't always been good, but they, they've been married for, like, 22, I think, years. Like, shit ain't always been good, but they never let it completely distance themselves. It's like, you know, it's always been there, and I feel like it's going to continue to be there. But as far as for me, it's just completely different, though. I try to be, like, because my mother is, like, my idol, my best friend, of course. And I try to be like her, but, bitch, I'm not. <laughs> Fucking crazy, bitch. I be trying to be so normal. And I be trying to keep up. Uh, niggas just like, y'all, niggas really. I got short attention span on niggas. Like, <laughs> I be I be all for them today and tomorrow. I can be like, okay, never mind. It's just, I don't I don't know. But in relationship-wise, I just, I can't even answer that question correctly because I, I got to get my trust together. Like, I don't trust niggas, period. I just don't fucking trust them. So it's like. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't give you a, a, like a def like what I see in a relationship because I don't know right now. I really, I just don't know. I don't know, honey. It is what it is. Cause that's, these, and that's the real. That's what the real is. And like she said, these niggas ain't shit. Yeah, that's it, and that's all. I just can't. I can't. And it's different when you idolize your parents. That's a heterosexual relationship. And you want to find somebody that's gonna be on the same equal level as your father. Yeah, and because, it's like, you know, that's what you're used to seeing, especially yeah. if your mom was your. Is your person you look up to? You gonna be like, I want to find somebody that's gonna treat, treat me just like he my treats dad her. treats my mom. Like, and and that's how they say with daughters, like, um, how they view their dad and how their dad treats the their mother is the type of man that they're gonna. You're be gonna marry to. one day. You're gonna marry your dad. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, girl, this in, in the gay community is completely different. Is it, it's different all the way across the board. You can't even compare the two or try to make the two relate because it's just different it's always some stuff yeah it's always different uh-uh does that answer your question because it's my thing. yeah go <laughs> it's gonna get real oh lord um give me a minute y'all <laughs> <laughs> don't think of a way to okay how did your sexuality and being in high school affect you Woo! Shit. <laughs> she took it there. That's it. That's all. So, I could say the first two years of high school were my hardest two years of high school just because I was still trying to find myself. Mm -hmm. I knew who I was, but mm -hmm. I just didn't want my friends or family or anybody I knew personally to view me differently. Right. Um... But when you feel like you can trust people and think they're your friends and you're starting to get comfortable, you, you've told certain people that you have trusted that has not spilled your tea. But you get that one you think is your friend and she, 
Ooh, I said she. They flipped <laughs> the whole situation to now. You got people in school asking you about your sexuality. That's none of your business. No. And like I told everybody in that Commons area at Rockmark Comprehensive High School, <laughs> year of 2007, if you want to ask a question, you come up to me. Stop asking my friends. Period. So that was my turning point of just being like, oh, I really don't give a fuck what nobody mm-hmm. talking about me now. But it was a hard path, maybe my first two years and then going into my junior year just became easier because I started to not really care. But then as folks started to ask me, that's when it really became difficult right. and different for me. Cool. All right. All right. So my question for you, Adam, is um, since adulthood, since you've grown into your true adulthood, how do you feel people view you as the person coming out now versus when you were younger? Like, do you feel like people still give you the same support now that they gave you when you were younger? Do you feel like you got people who maybe wasn't 100% your friend, but now is is a support system for you? Or do you feel like maybe you've always had the support from everybody? Uh, Family-wise, I feel like I've always had support. Friend-wise... Uh, you know, you and Dustin have been my best friend since, uh, you, Dustin, and Brandon have been my best friend since, uh, 2009, 2000, something like that. Uh, and that's when I graduated high school. But after high school, you realize, like, them people you went to high school with, you didn't know who the fuck them hoes is now. You know, it's like, y'all live completely different lives. Nobody checking on nobody. But I feel like as far as best friend-wise, that support has been there. Family-wise, that support has been there. Um, in the street-wise, like, nah. Niggas ain't fucking with me. Because then, back then, I wasn't as ruthless as I am now. I'm going to say what I want. Like, now people really, a lot of people can't take me. Sometimes I can't take myself, really. But a lot of people can't take me who I am now. And I think that has, me living my truth has pushed a lot of people away from me. A lot of people, some people, it's people who are intimidating me. It's people who don't like me. It's people who, uh... Think they're better than me. Y'all don't know how to take this hoe. Y'all just... People just... Yes! Like I said, I can't even take myself, so I can't really expect anybody else to take me, but... um, I just appreciate my closest friends, y'all, and my family for understanding me and just, you know, those are the people, only people I really need to support me. You gotta be open-minded. Yeah, you very transparent. You, got, you have to have an open-minded set of people around you. Yeah, and people who get you, and it's like... And people who will support you. Yeah, but as far as anybody else, it's like, I don't care. When I got, before, when I was coming up from teenage on up, it was kind of like I cared more about what people thought about me, who liked me. Girl, mm-mm, 27, don't give a fuck. Who gives a damn? Like, for real. As long as I got my close team that I really, like, you know, adore and appreciate being there and always have supporting me, I'm good. And that's, I do have those, so I feel like I'm good as far as support. All right, girl. Um, what I want to ask you. Uh, <laughs> what's your most embarrassing moment? Oh God, um, embarrassing moments. A lot of those. The most Give me embarrassing moments, y'all. One of my most embarrassing moments. <laughs> yeah, I got two most embarrassing. Moments. <laughs> this one was when I was in seventh grade. One of my friends. I'm not gonna say her name. <laughs> we were in. We were getting actually ready to start science class. And back then, if y'all know me, I was chunky monkey. <laughs> my sister was Bad chunk. Chunk. <laughs> that girl put that chair in my big ass head. Hello, boo. Oh, Jesus. I thought the room rook a shaker. 
See, that was embarrassing as fuck because I was in front of everybody. We was in the front of the classroom. She pulled my whole chair on She me. late for that shit. Bitch, I, I tried to fight her. <laughs> Fish was going to get mm-hmm. it. And I think my second most embarrassing moment, child, was at that club. Dancing, think I did a trend to keep her. Kind of thought I did a death drop, child. Girl, was I, was I there? No. <laughs> I was girl. at phase one. Oh, you was with the girl, the the dice girl. Say that. I'm sorry. Sorry, y'all. You know we do. know we love now. <laughs> we love. I love my lesbian. I love all the girls and the boys. I love my whole community. I forgot I can't say that. Yeah, cause if they say that f word, girl. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, y'all. So yeah, does that answer your question? It does. All right. Thank so you. next question for Adam. I'm gonna pull a chair off from under you now. Don't do that, baby. <laughs> Um, I got two in one. Who and it's gonna get into it. So, who introduced you to the scene, and how was your first gay club experience? <laughs> Bitch, Rio introduced, <laughs> introduced me to the fucking scene. Uh, first gay club experience was Rio, bitch. What we went to, honey, we went to that old nasty with Samoa <laughs> Spring Street. Spring Street, honey. It's all her down. Then we went to Columbia Drive. The, the track. Track. But that Samoa experience real, I can remember it to this day. I think I think I did You had a whole boyfriend. With that crop mm-hmm. top. Those and white skinny. With the front on flip down. So you can see her pants. I <laughs> Uh, with some snow boots. I think I had Kendra clothes on, bitch. And she went to that club and she throw that butt, honey. Bow, bow. And that's when I married. What's his name, G? Gundy. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. I said G. That's what I did. Mm. Whatever. Mm. I met he was sitting that chick. Oh, my God. Bitch, I remember that. That nigga was cuckoo. He was sitting at disability. <laughs> well... <laughs> Girl, that nigga was cool, cool. But yeah, my and it was so fun because I had never. I think I had went to the gay club tracks before with Kendra and Jasmine, and my fish cousins, and it's not this. It's not the same because it was girls in there. Like, bitch, mm-hmm. I, you can't really get your life in no club, like no mixed type club. Cause no shade, gay clubs it be all boys, all girl normally. But when I went to Sam way, it was all niggas. Who? And then, honey, around 2.33 o'clock. Don't you Them dancers get to coming out, flipping them danglings and things, huh? Oh, girl. I ain't talking about that. Oh, no, I thought you been saying that downstairs. I was just saying, oh, my God. Not downstairs. The girls downstairs. know about downstairs. Um, but, yeah, it was you. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I was so glad you took me down there. Go on now. Something different. <laughs> okay, okay. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Because I was trying to get into it. Um, <laughs> what's the best relationship advice can you give these people? Or give me, because, bitch, I can't see Some them. good relationship advice. God damn it, I need it. Hell. Okay. But what I would say from my experience and just from my past, get to know a person first. Don't rush yourself into something that Later down the line, you're going to see yourself not really liking this person or in love with that person. Because um, a person, I'm going to be G with y'all. People are going to mask who they are just to make themselves look good. Period. But then once the true them come out, you're going to be like, what the hell did I get myself into? And everybody's going to 
make something seem that it's not. It's just like, I don't know. I can't, it's just like somebody that acts like they can cook. You can make a cake look like that motherfucker A1 so I could in that bitch and taste it. It can taste like bullshit. Boo and dry. <laughs> so, it's just you got to take your time. Don't rush yourself into it. Yes. And with you not rushing yourself into it, don't feel like you just have to settle for what's there. Let me say this. With all that I just said, also, first thing, love yourself first. Make sure you love you first. Because you can't love nobody else until you love yourself. All right, RuPaul. I did, but that's real. That's the real is the real. Because when you, a person that's not confident in yourself, you're going to fall for every Tom, Dick, and Harry that come in your life. They're going to take from you still. Uh, fuck your sister and your brother. Yeah. All right, Kaya. <laughs> God. But that is so true. And uh, you and I'm a clingy bitch. Like, I, uh, I'm clinging in the motherfucker. You can say, I like you, and I just feel like I'm, I'm a love. I'm a man. <laughs> I love you, baby. Okay. <laughs> I love you. And see, I had to find it out the hallway from niggas just being like, you like, uh, you attached too quick. Okay, bitch, I need to reevaluate myself. Cause you, and, you, and sometimes you, and you don't even need to hear certain stuff like that from your friends. Once you hear it from a nigga, it registered a different uh-huh. way. You be like, oh, bitch, let me fall back for this nigga thing. It's whatever. Mm-mm. It, but that, that's my problem. I, I, I can let a nigga say, it'd be just like you said. Kate be looking good on the outside, girl. You cut in that motherfucker, be bullshit. Mm-hmm. That nigga got on, he got on some, um, some damn Greenbrier Mall outfit, bitch. You think it came from the Gucci store, bitch. Fake. <laughs> Next thing you know, honey, you pull up at this house, she stay somewhere in West End. <laughs> in one of them raggedy houses. Raggedy. <laughs> I love the West End, though. That's how she is. Not this way. Y'all was talking about dying in the room with Stan. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on, moving on. So, I got to ask you a question, Yeah, bitch. So, how does it feel to have a great support system from a guy sibling? Ooh. Bryce, that young man, I, if I didn't like, like, if I, I just look at other people's relationships with their siblings and like their straight siblings when mm-hmm. they are gay and I'm like, oh my God, I have never had to experience that. My brother has supported me forever. It's never been a time that he hasn't. And it's been time. Love his friends. And it's, it, yeah, it's embraced. It's been times that he, I think he loved me more than I love myself. Like, he has always just been there. Always have just been supportive and to, and we can talk about anything and just to have that. And then you can come around my friends and just be regular degular. It's nothing weird. We it's can not- be regular degular. I can be just as sister <laughs> and it's be. no weird energy. He gonna talk more shit to me than a little bit. <laughs> it's no. It's that real. When the next time you gonna cool? Right. It's just that's that's a blessing to have because that's the, everybody know everybody's not blessed with that type mm-hmm. of relationship, especially not from a, when you a gay male and you have a, a gay brother. Like I mean, when you're a gay male and you have a straight brother, it's it, it, that's rare that it's a as close as the mm-hmm. relationship is with me and my brother. It's very rare, but I just that it's amazing to answer your question. It's fucking amazing. I love him. Uh, is it my turn? Yep. Uh, who? What is the What is the 
craziest sexual thing you've done? Oh, Jesus. Let's take it there, girlfriend. She took it there. <laughs> um, I'm craziest. Honey. It's a lot of crazy. <laughs> um... Did you think I was gonna take it there? I didn't think you was gonna take it there. <laughs> not the first. That's the, not the first. Let <laughs> them get the nummy first. Well, she hoes. I wouldn't. I ain't no hoes. No. <laughs> I try to just stick with one man. They don't do right, honey. I have a little fun. Then I find a. So you you had you some side pieces. That's just no 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 no. I say I, when I'm with somebody, I'm with somebody. Okay. You fuck up and I'm single. I'm single. I'll, I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> Period. But I would say to answer your question, child, I've had a menage to I done did. Okay, moving on. Moving on. That's it. That's all. <laughs> um, um, I really only had one more question. Cause I, okay, and, I give all you, and I'll give you one more question. So the last question I have for Adam tonight, you guys, is who is your biggest support system from career, lifestyle, um, just in everything that you do? And I think you've already answered this. My question. family. Definitely my family. Uh, it'll always be my family. Uh, because they've never failed me as far as that. Like, never. Ever, ever, ever. So, yeah, it'll always be my family. Um, my question, my last question for you, and I know this wasn't 10 questions, y'all, but bitch, I know y'all talking here about this. Y'all, okay. Y'all ready for us getting to the shit. It's 30 minutes. <laughs> These hoes been talking for hell, Um, where do, you, where do you want this podcast to go within the next year? So within the next year, I would definitely love to see this podcast growing. I would say already grown to a status that we could... Um, tour, tour, keep definitely. I hope we're able to touch people. I hope we're able to make people laugh and cry at the same time. I hope we're able to uplift people just through our topics of topics of conversation. Just because we both are very, very, very open minded to the things that are going going on, not only in our lives but in the world in general. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> me and Adam talk. If not every day, every other day, mm-hmm. about something. Um, so I definitely want to continue to see us growing. Mm-hmm. Um, the brand already branded itself. I hope it just does it for itself, and we can continue to n- meet people, know the acknowledgement of what we're doing for ourselves, so we can continue to do this on our own to make this a true, true, true black business to where nobody we have no middleman. At all. Period. We're engineers. We all that. So, yeah. So, that's it. So, let's go to the next topic. Okay, guys. We're going to jump into the next section. The chat. All right, you guys. So, now we're jumping into the chat. What you gotta talk about today, sis? Like who who you wanna discuss, bitch? Oh my god, y'all. So it's been a great weekend, then fun filled weekend. What what is let's talk about? Let's have, pride. Okay, so let's talk about Pride. So was Pride was, was fun this year. I really have not seen that many people out for Pride. The support be everything, like And it was fun. And it's people there with 
I I rode Marta with my friend. I had a hotel room uh, downtown, and we rode the Marta to Midtown. And a lady, a black lady, real urban. I don't want to say real ghetto. Mm-hmm. She was with her two sons, and it was like her two teenage sons. I come down here and I support my kids. I had the best. She said this was her first pride. I had this was the best time ever. She said y'all know how to party. She said it's no judgment. Everybody's out here being themselves. Part mm-hmm. it just stuff like that get me chill. Yeah, and and I what I love the most is walking through that field where that stage was. I seen a lot of families with their kids. Yes. Like you said, they they even brought their babies out. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, this is. This is what I want to see when I see a pride event. This is what it's about. Yes, and it actually was something that wasn't based off anything. Nobody had any negative vibes. I didn't get any negative vibe from any night that I did anything. Right. Um. But this pride was really, really good. And the thing I like about this pride is it's free. They put money into it. They had a big parade. That parade. That parade was five hours long. Me and Mama said we're gonna get into it, get in it next year. We can all we can us three, we can collab and do yeah. our promo, like promoting these businesses, these podcasts. Yes. So y'all heard shows. me say I'm gonna be on it, I'm gonna be down there cooking, honey. <laughs> okay. They're gonna be on they gonna have me in the parade. Parade. With that truck, dude. With that truck. Yeah. We, we speaking into existence. The one his mama just left in. Okay. But yeah, so Pride was awesome and then I come into Coming home this morning, and I hear some damn Kanye with shit. That Kanye, was oh, he's nuts. Something's wrong. And I was for Kanye, and I, 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 I was like, fuck what any of these bitches got to say about Kanye. That's my nigga. Like, I like his style, everything about him. But and I used to be a big Kanye supporter. But what he doing now? It's like he trolling, and when trolling, it's kind of like he just doing shit to piss black folks off at this point to me. Yes, and I just don't understand that he talking about. That social media is a brainwash. In a way, it can be, but you're making it seem way more worse than what it is because you say you post so much positive things. And that man don't post nothing. Mm. I mm. like him, but he not finna lie. He needs to get his life in order. He the needs, only He we, needs to leave them Kardashians alone. No, they're my girls. I like them Kardashians. They're my girls. They're my girls. I like them, but honey, they ain't relationship terrible. Okay, yeah. Every time they get them out I guess I like life. them because I hate relationships either. <laughs> but let me let, let, let me say this. He's yeah, I mean, he's I like him a lot. He stands for I mean, I just think he he has a funny way of showing He support Trump. That yeah, and I don't like that. And, but we have to always be transparent and look at other people's point of, point of view and see exactly what their thought process behind him supporting Trump is. And I just don't think anybody's he's very misunderstood. So I don't think people are registering what he's saying because we're so against Trump. And some so, things that we and not to cut you off, but sometimes if you feel like you don't get the support from your people, you're going to stray off to someone else that's going to give you that support. Because you're going to, when you do stray off to somebody else, you're going to get that, you're, you're, you're going to get, get your people attention. Yeah. And he, he, he waking some of y'all up because y'all got some strong opinions on them radio stations and them blogs and things. But, and just the stuff that he's saying though, like he said something and when he met with Trump, he said something about Hillary's Clinton her campaign thing, her slogan was I'm with her. And he was saying he can't get with that because something about he didn't grow up with a daddy. It was just something so off the wall that didn't even make sense. sense. Yeah. It that whole, like, that whole conversation of that in of that post was confusing to me. 
I was just like, what is this man talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, we can't always speak on everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. ain't got going on. So people are misunderstood, and I feel like he's misunderstood. I I don't support him though. I know after that meeting with Trump, and after I heard like the stuff that he was saying in there. Uh, I feel like you really ass kissing at this point. The stuff that you were saying to him, I feel like it, you didn't not you didn't mean none of that shit. Uh, like you you just in here ass kissing. And and Charlemagne the God said on the Breakfast Club, um, he said something referring to I have to I have to get back with you with what he said. But he just, the quote that he said was so like it fit this so well. It was like damn, like you really kissing this man hey, ass man. for what? Why do you have to do that? You have enough platform and enough name and you know what this man is doing isn't right. Yeah, it's man. no way you can look at what he's doing and think that it's something positive coming out of it. He has caused so much. It's just toxic energy that he's putting out. Toxic. Everything he does. Every day. The stuff that he says. How do you think a president can speak and say stuff like that? Like, that's weird. This president is comments back. His, he is so low that he comments back to people like reporters. He talks junk and talks shit to people that are asking him questions. And he does it on social media. That is the tackiest shit. What president do you know has Obama ain't ever- did that. Never. He has class. Black teapot. Hello. <laughs> Oh Jesus! The black teapot girl. Mm-mm. But yeah, I I don't agree. I don't agree with the stuff he does. But yeah. but I heard you had some more tea for the you know for us to oh you today. know I, I I be you know I be on that social media she be scrolling and things. I I heard an interview. Everybody has fallen in love with the Jaquees Jaquees. However, he want to say his name. <laughs> his his remix to Trip. Baby, it's sick, man. That man has a, uh, uh, he has his, he's in his own lane because he has his own sound. Girl, and so you know, LMA record label got it pulled off all social platforms. That's dirty. I mean, but you got to follow, follow proper protocol. Yeah, true. With the label, you can't do stuff like that. And I'm going to listen. Now, I'm trying you, to make a residual income out of and this, I think, so he just. I think he was trying to make money. Oh, no, no. You know that's copyright like hell. And LMA really was kind of like, okay, I'm going to let y'all hear this interview. I'm going to let y'all hear it. The, the the tripping record. There's the Jacquees version, which got the internet to the frenzy. Why LMA yank his version down? Um, what role, if any, do you play in that sort of political thing? Uh, in the actual situation, or yeah, people in the actual about situation. Um, I don't play any role in it. To Period. be honest, I felt like um, my label made a statement, um, and there's not really much to much else to say about it. To be honest, people are going to take it how they want. But you don't. Care. That's it. That's all. People going to take it how they want, but. It, when you following rules with a record label, you can't just remake a motherfucker song like that. And I think he was trying to make money, and that's what T Pain said. T Pain made a posted a tweet and was like, "He's um, you can't make money off of someone else's, else's song. song." That's what he said. And Jaquise, Jaquise, however the nigga said, <laughs> he came back and was like, "Oh, you know I'm better than that. I wasn't trying to do that." But obviously, if a record label pulled that, because people do covers, yeah, all the time, all the time. So you obviously you was trying to make money. Change the beat, tweaked it a little bit, and still found the song. Mm-hmm. You obviously was trying to make money mm-hmm. off of it. Um, moving, what? Um, what? So what about uh, Miss Portia? Uh, Portia Williams being pregnant. Being pregnant. Who the daddy? Dennis Wait, McKinley. Who it is? Well, no. Like I said, but bitch, it looked like she, but, never know. But the but it looked like that nigga got you. I think he proposed to her, and she has a very big ring. I believe, like I believe, I think she has a really big ring, Rio. 
Well, get it, Portia. She doing good on this nation. I'm proud of her. Like, she making a career out yeah. of herself after that fuck, that gay nigga. That gay nigga. <laughs> when you, so when you, I saw that. When you the uh, No. Why, sus? Yeah, I would. I like that. <laughs> your, man, your man was, he had some coin, he baby. Was, he was beefy, bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, baby. Let me start lying, honey. I'm keeping real uh, with the you. Real the, the real is the real. The real is the real, not telling you. <laughs> That's it. Um, who else? Who who the fuck else can we talk about, girl? Cause it's some old shit. Um, it's a lot been going on in this world, and people. Ah, they have no sense, girl. Um, well, I guess I'm gonna talk about. Um, any local tea you got? Cause I call a girl that. Any local things? No, any Northwest Georgia tea? No, I don't know nothing about these girls not had Northwest Georgia. <laughs> no Northwest Georgia tea? Honey, I stayed out the clear with them girls. With them girls. <laughs> I, was, honey, I, I ain't gonna name no counties, but a couple of these counties in Northwest Georgia is a little mess. Boots. I don't, I don't. I just keep myself in the clear. I go from Polk to Barto. Barto back to Polk. Okay. From Polk to Fulton. Oh, let me ask you. Um, oh, your man must stay in Florida. Uh-uh. That's just Atlanta. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bitch, period. So, let me ask you. So, Drake posted... I, I just was trying to remember a beef that him and um, Chris Brown had. Drake has always been the GOAT. Like, that nigga... Oh, yeah. Anybody can hate on that man. He can. They can hate, talk shit about him. He drop a record tonight. That bitch gonna go straight to one million views. But the thing is, he... He posted a, a picture maybe two months ago with Meat Mill, which was dope as fuck because he brought him on his, you know, he's on tour. Drake is on mm-hmm. tour right now. He brought me, Meat Mill on stage and just was like, I respect this man. I'm glad this moment could happen. Just showing love. And it's like, stuff like that make my, I wish, I can't wait till I can get that level of maturity and be forgiving these niggas out here. But he, this past weekend, I think it was, he posted a picture of him and Chris Brown and he was just stating that people would love to see us against each other, but he could said that he wanted to bring Chris Brown out. Uh, the fact he just pointed out saying that this man is one of the greatest performers alive mm-hmm. gave that man his props. Like he he's just a go. Like, but I don't even remember a beefing situation with him and Chris Brown. I'm just like, damn, maybe I'm forgetting something, or maybe I. Is it a beef? They now I who did Chris Brown have a beef with? Talking about his child. I don't know. Somebody said something about his child. I, does this go back to Rihanna or something? Mm, I don't With him and Chris Brown? I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, oh, I think it's, is it over the Kiki song? No, that's um, that's Kanye West. Oh. Because they say he was talking about Kim. All right, get off my girls. Get off my girl. <laughs> get off my Kardashian girl. Just but I don't know. Said, but just, and just to sum it up, like Drake is, he's the GOAT to me. He... The way he just moves is just everything to me. He could do no wrong. Like, Drake is the GOAT to me. And he ain't lying, honey, because every Drake song come out, we play it to them ears, but... I promise you, Drake has always been my GOAT. I love that. I man. promise y'all, I think if Drake was bisexual... No, he ain't got to be bisexual. I'm uh-huh. still going to do... <laughs> For real. Now, that real is the real. And the real is the real, not soon. <laughs> but, uh... I don't really have nothing. I don't got no more tea about these people. We sure don't, honey. That's it for this topic tonight. Tonight. Alrighty, guys. So the next 
topic is going to be about our tea bag chasers. Okay, guys, for our for the tea bag chaser, this segment was based off of highlighting uh, black entrepreneurs, black um, nonprofit organizations, just. Black people who are out here trying to make it for themselves and be their own boss. Uh, we want to highlight these people because these are the companies that's really not getting, you know, the spotlight like they should. So that's what this segment is going to be about. And we're going to pick a different um, business each week. It'll be sometimes we'll have two businesses that we feature one in one show. So tonight is going to be it's very special to me because it's my mom and it's her um, company, her LLC. Uh, and it's called Design and Mo. And I'll let Rio go into detail about what she does and what it's about. Alrighty, you guys. So, um, definition of Mo. Just because you don't see it happening doesn't mean I'm not in motion. Just because you don't hear me making a sound doesn't mean I'm not making a noise. Period. Period. <laughs> um, and what what this co- what her company features, I'll let him go into it. First is print advertising, which is um, Design and Mo. Eye-catching engaging print promotional material for your nonprofit social events or businesses and she also does branding so designing most mo specializes in branding for fundraising businesses and corporation corporate organiza- organizations sorry guys to capture their audiences and also apparel designing mo customizes and personalized apparel and other promotional products for your rap parties, family reunions, schools, sporting events, or businesses. And that is what the hell the definition of design and mo is. And let me add something else to the end of that. Because I can tell you guys, her this lady is to the T. She designed my business cards. She did my logo. And she also made me different little things I needed for my business. So I can tell you guys, she is A1. For real, for real. The official stickers, t-shirts, all that. Whatever you need. And definitely with our T-Back Chasers, within the the comment section, somewhere within the podcast of the definition of our event, we will be um, posting her social media so you guys can follow her so we can make sure that um, she knows we definitely support her to the T. And I know she knows we do. But we're going to be posting her information. So if anybody does need anything... We'll have her um, information posted. We'll also post some of her things on Instagram at Black Teapot. Yeah, so you guys can be able to definitely see what it's all about because she is a one. When I say design my whole business card, I gave her a clear idea and she designed it to the T. That's it and that's all. Design and mo. Boom. Okay, guys, and for our last. The, to complete our first fucking episode, we always gonna leave each other with a mental note of the week. And this week, some it's just something to help us that we didn't do good this following week, or that we need work on. You know, period. Um, what I know, I what mental note I wanna leave with myself is communication. Um, Shut your mouth, cause that's what I thought about this morning. I told <laughs> you something came to my mind, cause it when me and Rio exchanged from words this weekend. It's no that wasn't this, friendly. This, this is a raw podcast, and this is real. We have a real friendship. Friendships are not 
perfect always. at all the no, time. Like you gonna have, and that's why I said, like, and I was talking shit, she was talking shit, and it was just a lack of communication. It was just one text message that could have been sent that could have resolved it all on both our ends. So it wasn't anybody's fault, but we did. She really brought it to my attention. She was like, it was a lack of communication. It could have been done a different way. Blah blah blah. She she was a little in the situation because I was childish. She the baby. <laughs> but communication always communicate especially with your close friends especially with your family let people know even not even just with strangers let people know exactly how you feel about stuff and it's not what you say it's it's not what you say it's how you say it it. it's a way to say everything it's a way to present any situation and that's why one thing i had to cut you Mm -hmm. off i keep doing it but that's why i always tell myself i know how adam is so i know how to I know how to control my friend. Mm-hmm. I know how to somewhat get him back in his place without sounding like a parent. Period. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even about putting him in his place. It's kind of like me also facing the fact of that, damn, I could have communicated better to him just like he could have communicated The same, vice versa. So it was just like we yeah. we fucked up on both ends. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and I apologize. We're going to make it right. Yeah, but communication is key. We're still we here. we fucking close. It's been... 10 plus years Ten. invested into a friendship, bitch, that I would never let go. Because mm-hmm. like I've mentioned before, if it wasn't for him, Dustin, me and Brandon, and all of them, I don't feel like my confidence level as a person and then as who I am as an individual be where it is now. So right. I always want to say I thank you and I love you for I being love my you best too, friend. I love you too. But it's all about communication. It's just, you have to talk about stuff. We can't just keep harboring shit in and not discussing stuff because that... When you when you have a lack of communication, you build these uh, fuse walls and, and barriers. Yeah, and it's stuff that's not that can be talked about with a simple conversation. I'm telling you, I have had situations that I've been in that all it took was them coming to me saying, "Hey, you know, I, let's let's move on, let's blah blah blah." Something so simple that could make and it made my day a thousand times better. You could sit and think that something isn't bothering you. You can say it verbally. Oh, I ain't worried about that bitch. That shit ain't getting that shit ain't bothering me. But, when but you as get soon as off. and it, but as soon as that person hits you up and y'all fix that situation, mm-hmm. you see how much better you feel. Yeah. You see how and you like, well, damn, that really was bothering me because now I feel a lot better. better. Yeah, you feel like it's a weight lift. Yeah, and if it it wasn't no problem, it wouldn't be no weight lifted. You're damn right. So it's like, we have to talk about stuff, and I'm still struggling with this shit. That's why it's the mental note of the day. We all struggle with this. I feel like every human being, no matter if it's communication with a job, with a relationship, because some people don't know how to communicate to their supervisors. Some people Mm -hmm. don't know how to communicate to their coworkers. And you miss blessings and stuff like that. You You have to be able to not hold stuff in, because just like you said, you miss your blessings, because... You be so stuck on what some about just anything when it comes to that lack of communication. So always keep communication open, you guys. Always, y'all. That's our mental note for this week, you guys. For the week. Well, I guess that's all for this week. Cup empty boots. See y'all next week on the Black Tea Pot. (laughs)